it is courage. Courage to be fully in tune and expressive of your being without any reservations or shame. Hi family, welcome back to yet another episode of Becoming. If you are new here, hi, thank you so much for tuning in. This is a safe space where we talk about anything that involves both our internal and external environment. Uh, the ultimate goal here is to better understand ourselves. So welcome and make yourself at home and thank you for choosing us today. But if you are a returning subscriber, thank you so much for tuning back in. It means the world. And uh, I know, I know, I skipped upload days and it it feels like it has been long since I uploaded an episode. But guys, it's not because I wanted to, it was because of my circumstances. I was suffering from the most excruciating toothache ever. Yo, I know guys, I was not myself, <laughs> literally, <laughs> I... Yo, I, let's not even talk about it because thinking about it makes my toes curl. Like, it was very painful, but I'm good now. I'm doing a lot better. Um, the tooth is fine and I'm fine. And I hope that you guys are fine and that your teeth are fine. <laughs> so on today's episode, we are going to be talking about something that a lot of people fear and struggle with, myself included, and that is vulnerability. And I hope that today's episode goes in the direction that I wanted to go and that it prompts us to confront some of our fears and insecurities and to break down the walls that we have put up. So I hope that you enjoy today's episode and that you find it edifying. Without further ado, let us get into the episode. As per usual, before we get into the episode, we are going to be doing the thought to ponder and this week's thought to ponder upon is everything is a process every single thing is a process um, nothing happens overnight and you can't expect that if you are trying to better yourself that's a process if you're trying to overcome certain anxieties and fears that's a process if you're trying to heal from traumas that's a process trying to um restore your relationship with christ god that's a process everything is a process and the sooner we realize that the better so go into this week and next week knowing that it is a process now not to rush it but go with it and be attentive to it because the process is important in that it shows us parts about ourselves that need to be fixed parts about ourselves that need to be paid more attention to it just tells you things about yourself that will prepare you for where you are going so never overlook the process, never try to rush the process because you are going to miss vital things that could have um, made the destination far more sweeter, that would have left you being a far more remarkable person. So the thought to ponder upon is everything is a process. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is it for this week's thought to ponder. So vulnerability. What is vulnerability? Um, guys, in as much as I love Google, I just have a love-hate relationship with it. I love it um, every single day. 
I'm there. Looking for something, searching something, taking quizzes. Guys, it's it's my favorite thing, right? But when it comes to doing research for my episodes, guys, it never pulls through. It seldom pulls through. It it does not give me what I want. <laughs> so I had to search and search and search to find the right, not even the right, the perfect definition of vulnerability for this episode and for this context but it's good it pulled through i have the definition um it is by verywellmind.com and it reads vulnerability is a state of emotional exposure that comes with a certain degree of uncertainty it involves a person's willingness to accept the emotional risk that comes from being open and willing to live and be loved So vulnerability essentially speaks of your ability to freely express your feelings, thoughts, and desires and not actively trying to hide them. And the reason why we actively try to hide um, our emotions, our ideas, our opinions, our desires, it is because of the risk element of vulnerability. It is a risk and we can't shy away from that. Being vulnerable is rather a courageous act because you are taking the risk and you are okay with the outcome. You know, you're putting your internal environment at risk in that you are opening up your, your yourself to a particular individual. It could also be yourself. You are sharing your deepest fears. You are sharing your scars. You are sharing your hurt, your pain. You are sharing your desires, your passions. You know, you're showing parts of yourself that you would rather keep to yourself. That's risky because there's a degree of uncertainty as per definition in that you do not know how... um your vulnerability is going to be received. You do not know the outcome. You do not know the feedback. It's just hazy. You do not know what's going to happen. And that is scary. Um, I read a beautiful quote on vulnerability that says, vulnerability is the willingness to show up and be seen with no guarantee of outcome. You are able to say, listen, this is me. This is how I feel. This is what I think. This is who I am at my core. And it's fine. I'm content with who I am. So how anyone else receives that, how anyone else responds to that, really and truly, it's up to them. It's on them. It has nothing to do with me. I genuinely, genuinely don't care. If it's a positive feedback, then that's good. But it does not Um, take anything away from me or edify me with anything the same if when the feedback is negative so that's what vulnerability is it's a it's a it's an inward act it's more about you it's more about liberating yourself it's more about freeing yourself and less about the next person Obviously, it is interrelated in the case of vulnerability in relationships that the next person is also going to gain something from that. You know, it's an overflowing cup. The water inside the cup, that is for you, right? That is for you. Vulnerability, that is for you. But then 
it overflows to the next person. The next person reaps the benefits of your vulnerability as well. It is also the case if you avoid vulnerability. The second person or the next person is also going to experience the fruit of that. But we are going to talk about uh, vulnerability in relationships in a few minutes. Um, so now that is what vulnerability is, right? It is the ability to say, this is me. I'm comfortable in who I am. And it does not matter what the outcome is. And again, I want to reiterate, that is where the risk is. It's scary. Because guys, as human beings, we want to, uh, we want to feel accepted. We want to be embraced. We want to belong. So anything that will, that will single us out is scary. Anything else that will put the spotlight on us, that's scary. It's scary. You know, it's a thing of, what if, what if when I express this, they do not view me the same or they think this of me? What if they do not respond the way that I want, that I would like? What if they reject me? What if I'm being too extra and it's not that deep? What if when I ask them out, they reject me and humiliate me? What if, what if, what if? These are the thoughts that usually occupy our minds when we think of being vulnerable to maybe a friend, a partner, a mentor, um, a parent. It just it just so happens and it is a protective mechanism. We're trying to protect ourselves from the rejection, from the abandonment, from the criticism, from the judgment. We are trying to protect ourselves from harm. And that is why then we close off. That is why then we isolate ourselves. That is why we hold back. But the more we prolong that, the harder it's going to be to open up to people. And and we need to be vulnerable. Trust me, trust me, we need to be vulnerable as people. And um, to everyone who tries to open up to their loved ones and you know, are being intentional with being vulnerable, kudos to you because vulnerability is, 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 is hard. You know, it is a strength. It is courage. Courage to be fully in tune and expressive of your being without any reservations or shame. It is the freedom to be yourself and to allow yourself to be seen just as that, just as yourself. And the thought of it can be scary. That's why I see it as a superpower, as a strength. Because what? What? Imagine showing your innermost self to another person who isn't yourself. Opening up yourself to a point where you're just there. You are bare and you just are like, this is who I am. This is who I am. You are able to say... This is who I truly am. It might not look pretty. It might not seem palatable, but I'm okay with that. I am comfortable in that because these are parts of myself that make me whole. You know, it's it's beautiful. It's it's beautiful, but we are going to to talk about it um in depth. But now why are we even talking about it? Why are we having this conversation? Why are we talking about vulnerability? Why is it a thing? Guys, right, so the premise of vulnerability is um, the acknowledgement and working through of your emotions. And that 
on its own is an emotional challenge because it's hard to experience or rather it's hard to admit to experiencing certain emotions to ourselves. It's hard to admit that actually I do feel a bit envious. I do feel a bit jealous. I'm very angry towards them. I'm sad. I'm scared. What if I don't make it? What if, you know, it's hard to acknowledge and work through those emotions. And that is what vulnerability is. Vulnerability is saying, um, currently I feel very scared, um, and fearful in that. I don't know how everything is going to work out. I'm scared. It scares me. What if, you know, now limiting beliefs come to play. What if I don't make it? What if um, it fails, you know? Vulnerability is acknowledging those feelings and being able to recognize them and deciphering them and coding them, sitting with yourself and those emotions and then working through them. That's vulnerability. Because it's uncomfortable. Guys, it is uncomfortable. These emotions are (laughs) very uncomfortable. So instead, what do we do? When we are sad, we try to cheer ourselves up. When we are angry, we try to blow off some steam. You know, we try to avoid sitting with those emotions. We try to avoid working through those emotions. We try to avoid experiencing them in fullness. But you need to do that. Not only will it help you with your emotional intelligence, but it will bring you closer to yourself. You will have a better understanding of yourself and a better relationship with yourself. But obviously we need to be realistic. Not every single emotion that you experience, not every single mood that you experience, you're going to have to you know, sit down with it. Every anger, every uh, irritation, every this, you're going to, you have to sit down with it. It doesn't work like that because you are going to be emotionally exhausted. But at the end of the day, you will know which ones are worth acknowledging, which ones are worth working through, which ones are worth your attentiveness. But it's hard. You know, it's hard acknowledging those emotions to yourself. Imagine now having to express those emotions to another person hi boo yo imagine opening up yourself like that imagine telling the next person that um actually i have this fear that in life i'm not going to amount to anything and it's because of what i've seen in my family And it haunts me every single day. Oh my goodness! Ha! Like, it's so, it's so, um, it's so, I'm looking for that word. It's exposing. Like, it exposes you. And it's scary, guys, because what is that person going to say? How are they going to receive it? Will they think this of me? Will they think that of me? What if they don't say anything? What if they dismiss it um, after I've shared so much? You know, that's the scary part when it comes to vulnerability. That is the degree of uncertainty that I was talking about because you're not sure. But then going back to that quote that says vulnerability is the willingness to show up and be seen with no guarantee of outcome. It is saying that, you know what, this person is my mom. This person is my friend. This person is my mentor. So whether I get the outcome I think I deserve, whether I get 
the outcome that will make me feel good, whether I don't even get an outcome, it's fine. It's fine. I'm okay with that. What matters is I showed up and I opened up myself. And it will do me more good than harm. You know, it's more of a me thing. It's, it's, a, it's a setting myself free thing. But it's scary, guys. Like, I just want to reiterate how scary it is. Um, which makes it difficult. It's difficult because as people, our first instinct is to protect ourselves. We never want to put ourselves in harm's way. And now opening up ourselves like that exposes us to emotional harm, emotional risk. What if um, when I say this, they respond like this, thus hurting me, thus making me feel unwanted, thus fe- making me feel rejected, thus making me feel abandoned. That is the risk. That is the scary part. But you need to be able or rather you need to reach a point where it's more so of just letting go it's a thing of being expressive it's a thing of opening up yourself to the next person so that they know you so that they understand you and so that you guys foster a better relationship all right so now the problem is if this fear is left unchecked if the fear of vulnerability is left unchecked it will cage and imprison us in that We will not, for the life of us, um, let ourselves be loved. We will not allow ourselves to be cared for, to be catered for, to be comforted, to be helped. We won't allow people to be there for us. Because we have sheltered ourselves, we have built up these humongous walls that blocks everyone else out because we are scared. Because of a fear that is rooted in a myriad of factors. Be it the fear of rejectment. (laughs) Be it uh, the fear of rejection. Be it the fear of abandonment, judgment, criticism. Whatever the case is. We build up these walls. And this can in turn cause strain in our interpersonal relationships. It can cause strain within our own relationship with ourselves and the quality of our life and it's valid honestly it's valid it's understandable to fear vulnerability because i feel like it just goes against our human instinct in that we are fear-driven and we are fear-driven because We don't want to hurt ourselves. It's a survival thing. We don't want to hurt ourselves. We don't want to harm ourselves. So anything that poses a threat, we don't even engage in. We don't. And people fear vulnerability for a number of unique reasons. It could be a symptom of an underlying fear. It could be uh, because of your limiting beliefs. It could be your upbringing It can be just your genetics or just the general progression of life. It differs from individual to individual, but we experience the fear the same or rather uh, the fear manifests in us the same in that we are unable to open up and that we shut off and that we isolate. 
Opening up means that you are able to express your hurt, your anger and pain, your passions and desires, your opinions and ideas, your fears and insecurities. That is what opening up is. But in this case, you are unable to do so because the mere thought of it is scary. Because it's a thing of, I repeat, it's a thing of, what if? What if they don't accept me? What if I end up feeling rejected? No one wants that. So then why would I put myself in a situation that would potentially make me feel like that? So then in turn, I'm just going to close off. I'm just going to keep to myself because, I mean, you know, it's the best thing to do. It's the safest thing to do. So uh, how this fear manifests, right? It manifests in that, as I said, you are unable to open up to people because you are afraid of of either rejection, criticism, or whatever the case may be. It can also manifest as social anxiety you know because you fear that people might be secretly judging you or you just fear embarrassing yourself it involves what other people think of you you fixate on that in a way that is crippling it can also manifest as pushing someone away the minute the relationship gets serious because you are scared of closeness you are scared of being too close to the person as that would require you to open yourself up and that baby girl is not on the table you know you you're scared so whenever relationships get serious you tend to withdraw you tend to pull away you tend to drive a distance between you and the individual because it's scary and the minute that the uh, distance is is uncovered I'm not sure if that's the perfect word to use, but in this case, we'll use just that because I cannot think of another word. Yeah, so the minute this distance is uh, uncovered, you come back. You are consistent. You are intentional, you know, and that will bring you guys closer. And then it's an entire cycle. The closer that you guys get, the further you push them away. And you can only thrive within some distance between you and the person because there's no depth in that and that does not require you to bear your soul like that and that is safe that makes you feel safe there are many scenarios but essentially here is that we fear people knowing us at a level that makes us uncomfortable and that's how we foster meaningful relationships Because the sad reality here is that you are going to rob yourself of amazing connections. You will only entertain vain and insubstantial relationships that do not fulfill you. And this in turn leaves you feeling empty, disconnected and lonely. Or your uh, relationships are just shallow with your friends you talk about surface level things with your mentor you uh, keep things brief with your partner you are unable to bear your soul it's all surface level things it's all things that you are comfortable sharing but what about the uncomfortable what about the true core of your being what about your essence what about your deepest and deepest of emotions what about that it's sad. It's, it's lonely to just be there by yourself without having anyone to cry to, without having anyone to crumble in front of. 
It's a sad reality and no one deserves that. Really and truly, really and truly, no one deserves that. And of course, um, you are not going to be vulnerable to every single person in your life. Because, baby girl, sir, not everyone deserves to see, you know, and experience the parts of yourself that you would rather keep to yourself. Not everyone deserves that. It is only the worthy. It's only those who are worthy to see you. To fully and truly see you. The rest, it's fine. But you just need to have a few people. It can even be one or two that know you. That see you. That make you feel seen. So that you do not isolate so that you don't feel alone in this world because guys hey i shame life is life is a lot of things it is a lot of things and we need to have people in our corner that we know we can trust i want us to talk about the other consequence of um avoiding vulnerability because the first one is that you are not going to have meaningful connections you are going to feel lonely and isolated right the second consequence is not necessarily on your side but your counterparts and that they will feel as though you do not care about them or that you do not care about the relationship or that you don't trust them and this could potentially create some destructive distance and put up walls that will do more harm than good because just imagine your friend not being able to confide in you this person is your best friend and you love them with everything in you and they just are holding in. You know, they are going through the hardest of time. <laughs> I don't know, time, times. But they cannot confide in you. They are dying inside. But they can't talk to you about that. They are alone. Crying every night. Alone. And they do not give you the opportunity to be there for them. How does that make you feel? Of course, yes, it's not about you, but in this case, it is about you. <laughs> How does that make you feel? It'll make you feel bad about yourself. It'll make you think that you are a bad friend. That the fact that they cannot come talk to you, it means that you have done something wrong. That you have not made them feel comfortable enough. That they don't trust you. That, you know, it will make you feel bad. It truly will. So it will create strife and strain within the relationship. So as people, let's work on our vulnerability. Let's work on bringing the people we love in. Let's allow them to see us. Let's allow them to love us. Because to be seen is to be loved. So now I want us to focus like truly in vulnerability in relationships right because on the other side of fear of vulnerability is embracing vulnerability which allows you deeper human connection that everyone so kindly deserves by the way guys we need i'm so sick and tired of shallow and meaningless relationships meaningless that have no pur meaningless that have no purpose relationships that have no purpose no meaning they're just there they're just taking up energy. They're just taking up space. We need to build real relationships. We have to have relationships where 
we are able to bear our soul, where we are able to be seen, where we are able to freely be ourselves. And fostering that, creating that space takes time as a process, you know, because, I mean, you're not used to it. You're not used to it. You're not used to fully sharing and opening up yourself to your mom because that has never been um, created. That space has never been curated. (laughs) It has always been brief. With your siblings, it has always been brief. You know, you always suffer alone. And that's unfair on you. So that's why we need to build real relationships that will allow us to freely express ourselves, you know. And as I said, it does not have to be with everyone, really and truly. Guys, certain people just don't care like that. And you know the state of your relationship with the person. You know who you can be vulnerable to or with. You know. You know. So it does not have to be with everyone because... I repeat, not everyone deserves to experience the part of you that you would rather keep to yourself. But there are people who are worthy of seeing you. And they want to see you. They want to love you. They want to comfort you, help you. But you're pushing them away. You don't offer them the opportunity to do that. And I get it. Really, I get it. It's hard. It's hard bearing your soul like that. Trust me. Especially if you are like me and you're very, very chronically <laughs> self-sufficient in that you are dependent on you and you alone. You feel like you can do anything and everything yourself. You want that control. You trust yourself. You have, guys, you have isolated yourself so much that you are so comfortable in your own space. But now the idea of someone else coming into that space is threatening to you. So whenever someone gets close to you, that's why you push them away. That's why you keep people at an arm's length. Because the only person that you can truly trust is yourself. Because you've spent so much time with yourself. You've been vulnerable to yourself. So it's a thing that has been um, fostered. It's, it's a relationship that's there. But now try to extend that same grace to the next person. Because really and truly you can't be everything and anything to yourself. Let people play their part in your life. Let them be there for you. But it's hard. Guys, I just want to reiterate how hard it is. It's it's hard. It's hard admitting your deepest fears and insecurities to someone. It's hard admitting that you are hurt because of a particular thing. It's hard. It's hard admitting your undying and never-ending love to your Juliet or to your Romeo. <laughs> it's It's hard. It's hard telling someone how awful they made you feel. It's hard enforcing boundaries. It's hard asking for help. Guys, there are people like me, as I said, who are chronically self-sufficient that the idea of asking for help, it's unpalatable. I cannot swallow it. I can't. I can't. But I have been actively making the effort to allow people to be there for me. Because, as I said, you cannot be everything and anything to yourself. Allow people to be there for you. But 
it's hard. It's uncomfortable. Because it's a thing of, as I said, what if? What if I show them who I am and they don't like me anymore? What if I show them who I truly am and they get tired of me? What if I overshare? What if I scare them away? You know, it's a series of unshattering, not unshattering, it's a series of shattering what ifs. And this can also be linked to some level of low self-esteem. Because this fear of vulnerability highlights the fact that you are not confident enough to be yourself. And trust that you are perfect the way that you are. That it doesn't matter how you are perceived. What matters is that you are unapologetic with who you are. Instead, you feel the need to hide yourself. And only show the shallow parts of yourself. So now, I want us to talk about how to be vulnerable. I think that it's going to differ from person to person. So I'm just going to share what I think we can do and what is sort of working for me currently and the first one is to embrace the fullness of our existence the fullness of our being in that to be complete there needs to exist varying aspects to us the good the bad and the ugly you know you need to accept that i'm not healed i am broken i need help but i'm also happy i'm also content i'm also healing i'm also working on myself you know everything can coexist you cannot be all good and you also cannot be all bad so you need to accept the entire puzzle you need to accept each and every piece in the puzzle but you need to also accept the missing pieces that these pieces are missing but they're not going to be missing forever and even if they are It does not take anything away from me. I am an amazing person and I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of who I am. You need to embrace yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to be confident in who you are. And that takes time. That is a process, as I said. Everything is process. That's a process. And you need to journey on along and the voyage of (laughs) self-embracement. That's not a term, but you understand what I'm saying, you know. You need to jump into the uncomfortable to reap the rewards later. So that's the first one, embracing yourself. Embrace yourself. Embrace every emotion. Do not turn down anything. Do not water down who you are. Um, Do not second-guess yourself. You are perfect the way that you are. If you feel sad, you feel sad because that's how you feel. Just embrace who you are. Um, And then the second one is to foster direct communication. Communication is important. In interpersonal relationships, it is important, important, crucial. So to be more vulnerable, you need to learn to communicate. You need to be able to say, oh, listen, um, by the way, I just wanted to tell you that I truly did not appreciate the fact that you did this. Really, I don't. It made me feel like this. That's direct communication. You did not try to avoid it. You did not um, decide to deal with it yourself because doing so can cause resentment within relationships. So you need to communicate directly. You need to be able to tell the person that, oh, listen, mom, thank you for everything that you do for me. I love you so much. That's vulnerability. It is telling yourself that, you know what? I feel, I don't feel okay. I feel shattered, I feel broken, but I will work through it. It's fine, it's fine. 
it is fine. That's vulnerability. So I think um, the second one, you know, the direct communication will occur, will be more easier once you have embraced yourself, once you have acknowledged who you are, once you have seen yourself. So embrace yourself, acknowledge who you are, see yourself, and then foster direct communication. So before we close, I just want to share, you know, the benefits of being vulnerable, right? The first one is that it builds unshakable confidence in self, right? Confidence in knowing that I have shown parts of myself that are not pretty, that are exposing, and I'm perfectly fine with that because that's who I really am. I do not feel the need to hide those parts about myself. I do not feel the need to lie. I do not feel I do not feel the need to pretend to be someone that I'm not. You know who you are. And that is through vulnerability. That confidence in knowing self, right? That's the first benefit. The second benefit is reduced fear and anxiety in relationships. You know the thing of you are ah, I'm so scared. What if the react like this what if uh, when I get there I'm a joke and I humiliate myself you know but vulnerability allows you to say I'm not going to humiliate myself how am I going to humiliate myself with being real even if they don't receive it the way that I intended to be received it's fine that's the genuine part of me that's that's me so how they receive it really and truly has nothing to do with me So you are able to show up as yourself every single time without fear, without anxiety, without anxiousness. And this one ties in with the first one. It it creates um, unshakable confidence in self. The third one is depth in relationships, closeness in relationships. The fact that they know me and I know them. The fact that they see me and I see them. The fact that I can just bear my soul, it creates a level of trust that only comes with vulnerability. And that's liberating. You liberate yourself. You, you free yourself. And it also fosters courage. Because as I said, vulnerability is a strength, you know. Because <laughs> there are so many risks that are at play so many fears that are at play when you think of being vulnerable so the more you embrace vulnerability the more courageous you become the more strong you become stronger you become then the last one is it creates a sense of belonging and connection oh knowing that i can be myself and it's accepted i belong every part of me belongs That's good. That's good for you. That's good for your soul. So don't shy away from vulnerability. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But we need not fall into the trap of avoiding things just because they are hard. Because certain things are hard, yes. But they need to be done because they are good for us. So we need to learn to do the hard things because we know they are good for us. So that is it from me today. I just want you to know that you deserve to be seen. You deserve to express yourself. You deserve to be loved by people, by your loved ones. You deserve to have a space where you can bear your soul. You can't be everything to yourself. You need a place where you can lay your head and just cry. 
because it's easy to experience the good emotions. It's easy to be happy, to be joyous, to be, you know, excited. Like, you don't need someone to hold your hand in that. You just need, you know, someone to cheer with you. That's all. You don't even need them like that. But with the uncomfortable emotions, you can't do it alone. It's exhausting. It's taxing. So it's beautiful to have people who are going to be of support because you really deserve that. So being vulnerable is not a weakness. It's not cringe. But rather it shows substance. It shows courage and it shows just how strong of a person you are. It shows how much you trust yourself and how much you love yourself. That you're able to say, you know what, this is me. This is me and this is what I deserve and I'm going to do that for myself. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope that what you take away from today's episode, if it's one thing, it is that you deserve to be seen and you need to allow people to see you and you need to allow people to be there for you. You cannot do life alone. You really, really cannot. Yeah, so that's it. We have come to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Do not forget to subscribe and rate the show. Also, follow us on Instagram at becoming underscore podcast. Thank you for listening. Till next time, goodbye.